Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. It is Saturday. It is the 15th of August. And we are here. Welcome back to another episode of One True Temple. My name is Mayal Rostami. It is episode 7 of the program. Thank you so much for tuning back in. We are here in the studio. And today, we are going to be talking about the 13 principles outlined by Bashar. The 13 principles outlined by Bashar. I'm very excited to get into this. Sip my green tea. So, who is Bashar? Well, I'll tell you. Bashar is an extraterrestrial channeled by a guy named Daryl Anka. And I first learned about Daryl Anka, like, I think a couple years ago. And this guy has really, really fascinated me. And, and the work that he puts out and what he shares through his channeling is just beautiful. So I'll tell you a little bit about this guy. So Daryl Anka, his whole story is back in the, the early 70s. He had a close contact encounter with a UFO twice in one week, and that inspired him to understand everything related to UFOs and extraterrestrials and life outside of our planet. And over the course of 10 years, he, he scoured all the archives and he, and he absorbed everything he could about it. And one day in the early 80s, this guy was introduced to a program, a TV program, where it was a person channeling, channeling through this person's self and, and bringing in the energies and the messages that were coming through from the great beyond, wherever that was from. And so this guy, Bashar, he was given the opportunity to learn. Or it wasn't really Bashar. Bashar is the name of the the extraterrestrial, which talks through him, but Daryl was given the opportunity to learn a little bit more about what channeling is. And he said, you know, after he, he got to know it and got to understand it, he was surprised that there was someone speaking through him. And he said the teacher at the time was like encouraging him to, to just work with it and play with it. But to give you the spark notes version beyond that, basically my interpretation of it is this, this guy has access to higher consciousness within his mind and through accessing a higher consciousness if you've ever like seen Darylenko or Bashar speak it's so it's it's beautiful and it's exact and it's precise and it actually reminds me of myself when I step into that state of flow when I'm speaking and I'm doing things related to the podcast whatever it is when I look back on my life and I'm like wow I just and it, I might have talked about this in one of the last episodes, but when I was an instructor full-time at one point, there were times where I just blacked out. I was just so in love with, with what I was doing, and, and I felt like I was, I was in such a state of flow and presence that I didn't have to physically be there anymore. Some, like I was a conduit. Something was coming through me and going to those who were listening, and I believe that's what Daryl Inka is able to do. And he even says it on his website. He says something like, I'm, I'm going to pull it up real quick. He says, he says, on a personal note, I always make it clear to people that they do not have to believe that Bashar is really an extraterrestrial and telepathic communication with me during the channelings. 
if they want to believe the words are coming from another part of my own consciousness, then that's fine with me. I have no way of pro- I have no way of proving Bashar's existence to anyone anyway. The most important thing is that the information, wherever it come, it's coming from, has made a difference in many people's lives, including my own. So, I guess at this point, I would actually encourage anybody to just pin this, like go and YouTube Bashar, like Bashar channeling, and if when you witness what he's saying, it just makes you think about some of the concepts that we've talked about in previous episodes about rising and helping yourself raise your vibrational state so that your level of consciousness is more in touch with the higher source. When your level of consciousness is more in touch with a higher source, that is when your vibrational frequency is receiving something from somewhere else. And if you're resonating at all with what I'm saying, you probably would agree with the fact that there are times in your life where you're just lost in what you're doing. Your your state of being is at such a high frequency. Your consciousness is so lifted past the fear, anxiousness, guilt, desire. Again, look at Dr. David Hawkins' scale of consciousness. You're so far above all those lower vibrational states that it's like you're you're just there receiving and what you're doing it's like you're just this like pencil in the hand of god as mother teresa would say and that's exactly what bashar is when i analyze what he's doing when i analyze darylenka this guy is a pencil and the consciousness is writing it's really really majestic so yeah i want to talk about his 13 principles because when i found out this is i i just recently found out that he has some guiding principles from where he teaches from and when I was reading these guiding principles, I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is almost like exactly in parallel with the four pylons of attunement, which I outlined in the first episode of the podcast. Now, I want to tell you that I created those pylons just as a result of my own experiences, my own learning, my own lessons, my own coming into consciousness. I I put those together because I felt like those were the most important pieces of my own journey. And again, those pylons are intended to be the pillars of understanding so that everything related to the information that you're downloading beyond the 3D, everything that's coming to you from the 4D state of consciousness, the dream state, or the 5D, the higher elevated love state, everything that you're exploring within the realm of manifestation within the realm of the laws of attraction, within twin flames, within star seeds, all these ideas, these beautiful new ideas that are coming about as a result of this global awakening, these pylons of attunement are intended to make sure that all this stuff makes sense. Because again, like it wouldn't make sense if you didn't have a filter to, to put it through. And when I read Daryl Inka's or Bashar's 13 Principles, I'm like, wow, like this isn't, this is like the people who are channeling this stuff, the people who have been doing this, Daryl Inka has been doing this since the 70s. They've innately, intuitively believed that there's a higher power and that we are here on purpose for a purpose and that we are energy. So I'm going to just run through, I didn't create any notes or anything like that, but I'm going to just run through the the 13 principles so bashar's basic principles here's number one 
Number one says, you are a non-physical consciousness that is experiencing physical reality. What does that sound like? You are a non-physical consciousness that is experiencing physical reality. The first pylon of attunement that I mentioned is you are not a human being with a soul. You are a soul having a human experience. If you're able to understand that and internalize that, then all of the other things, all the higher order things make sense. All the synchronicities and all the levels of enlightenment that you're understanding in your life all make sense because it turns out you're just energy. You're energy and you're here experiencing the physical state. So that's the first principle. The second principle is you are here on earth at this time because you chose to be. You were created in the image of the creator. Your essential essence is unconditional love and the experience of ecstasy is your birthright. Now that's beautiful. I read that and I'm like, we were created here to, we, well, we were created to come here to enjoy this experience and we could make exactly what we want of it. Again, it says your essential, your essential essence is unconditional love. So basically how I interpret that is we are all the highest state of vibration, the highest state of consciousness, which is unconditional love. This human experience, this polarizing journey is what actually creates the lower consciousness, the lower states of vibration, which are the fear, anger, guilt, doubt, anxiousness, desire, all the way up until neutrality, which isn't even high up on the scale. So naturally, our, our natural state is actually unconditional love. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. When a baby is born, that baby is unconditional love. That baby is just love. It's the energy of pure love. Everything else that happens in that baby's life is what's piled on top of that pure love. And that's why I believe everyone is a diamond. Everyone is a beautiful, pristine diamond. It's the layers of this human experience that are laid on top of that diamond that are those polarizing feelings and vibrations and experiences. But at the core, we are unconditional love. We are that perfect diamond. So the second principle, like I said, you are here on earth at this time because you chose to be. You were created in the image of the creator. Your essential essence is unconditional love and the experience of ecstasy is your birthright. You were created in the image of the creator and we came here to create. So the third principle, the third Bashar principle says, the highest purpose of your life is to be yourself to the best of your ability and live each moment as fully as possible. And when I read that, the way I interpret that is, you're here to be your authentic self and to be as present as possible at every moment all the time. And it's true. It's absolutely true because the only times that we are not our authentic self is, I believe, fear of judgment, fear of the opinions of those around us. And those, the fears of judgment and the fears of the opinions of others are all tied to a past event. It's all tied to a past event, all subconsciously. We've experienced people who have judged us and we felt judged. We've experienced people who have, who, whose opinions challenged us or broke us down. And because of these experiences, we pass these experiences through our current experience, the present moment. And if those experiences are stronger than the healing that we've created around those experiences, 
then we will not be our present self. We will not be our authentic selves. I believe that everybody is capable of being their authentic self. And I believe the fastest way to do that is to be doing what you love. If you're connected in any way with what it is that you love, what it is that, you, that makes you come alive, there's a great quote by Dr. Howard Thurman, and Dr. Howard Thurman was a mentor to Martin Luther King Jr. And Dr. Howard Thurman said, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and then go and do it because what the world actually needs are more people who have come alive. When you're doing what it is that has made you come alive, when you feel so just purposeful doing that thing, that is your purpose. You came here connected to whatever that is. And your purpose is the thing that's going to add the most value to the lives of the people around you and to the world. Your purpose is your connection with adding value to the universe, adding energy. It's your conduit. It's your vehicle. It's your vessel that all the download comes in and through you and into other people. And that's why we're all interconnected. Everyone who is sharing, everyone that's living their purpose is just being a vessel. And it's crazy, like... One thing I've realized, especially in, after the military experience that I've had and all the speaking and all the traveling that I've done, I've met highly successful people in the eyes of society, in the eyes of our culture, successful meaning they might have a lot of money, they might be fit, they might be healthy, uh, they might actually have a relationship which most people would call valuable or they would value, but they're not actually happy because they're not doing their purpose. The sense of joy, I'm telling you, like, I... When I was a military instructor, to be able to speak and to be able to allow God and the universe to speak through me, I was willing to give the military money to do that. I was getting paid to do that. I was willing to give the money to them. I wanted to pay them to do it more. Because it was just such a connection to a state of joy. It was like the presence was there. Everything came to me as a result of being in that place. And I've learned that over the course of my life. And it might be something different for you. It might be acting. It might be being, it might be being a rep, the representation of human emotion. This is a beautiful thing to epitomize. It might be creating art. It might be making tea. There's so many things, and I feel like everyone has a purpose. Everyone is innately beautiful and, and authentic at something. But the human experiences, those layers atop the perfect diamond, are what cause us to not be able to see that. Again, the third principle that I read is the highest purpose of your life is to be yourself, to be the best of your ability and to live each moment as fully as possible. So principle number four. Mm. Principle number four says you always have free will and the freedom to choose. And we do. You always have free will and the freedom to choose. So... You know, one of the last episodes, I'm, I'm keeping myself accountable. One of the last episodes that uh, I, I recorded and I shared, I, I want to I give you uh, just a little bit of some background, right? So, like, I, I was getting to know a person, and I've known this person for a while, and I was really excited to see this person after a while of not seeing this person. And over the course of my life, over the course of knowing this person, I've known that, like, I, I've never really felt a big feeling of faith from her that a connection, an authentic connection is possible. I think there, there is faith, but it's layered with doubt and, and fear and all this stuff. And so, you know, I, 
she she came here to California and I hit her up and I was like, hey, listen, you know, if you care to, you could come down here, you see me in LA and we can hang out and I'd really love to see you and stuff. And you know what she said? I'll never forget this. She was like, yeah, but I'm just a little bit afraid and et cetera, et cetera. Because if I get, if I come down there um, and if it doesn't go right, I don't really have a way out and I like having a way out. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like... Everyone has the choice. Everyone has a choice. You know what your choice? I didn't say this to her, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what your choice is? You know what your way out is? You get up on your two legs and you leave. If some, if you don't like anything in your life, if there's something that is not resonating with you, I promise you that the universe is protecting you if you're exercising your free will. And like Daralinka and Bashar say, you always have free will and the freedom to choose. Every time that you're exercising your free will, if you're getting up from a situation that doesn't serve you, if you choose to use that free will to, to move yourself into a situation, move yourself into a way of being, change your personality, that's another really amazing thing. You have free will to change your personality anytime, by the way. And this is a beautiful revelation I've recently had. Your personality is what dictates your personal reality. You have no obligation to be the person you were five minutes ago. You have no obligation to be, to be the person who your parents know you are. You have no obligation to be the person that your family knows you to be. You have no obligation to be the person that the, a girl or a guy in your life wishes you were. You have no obligation to be that person. You could be whoever you want right now, just like that. You can do that. And if anyone has a problem with you changing your personality to change your personal reality, the only thing they actually have a problem with is the willingness to do it for themselves. That's it. That's all. You are allowed to change anything about yourself. And like Bashar says, you're always, you have the free will and the freedom to choose at any given time. That's the beauty about this human experience. We don't have to be a set way. But the people who are living in the lower states of vibration and consciousness are the ones that believe that life is a fixed way. Everyone is on a fixed racetrack. There's nothing you could change about it. I'm here to just, I'm, I'm being affected. My life is just tossing me and turning me about. No, 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 no. There's a, there's a really awesome saying by an old Irish playwright. His name is George Bernard Shaw. And he's put out a lot of great novels and, and content and reading on this stuff. And this guy said, you know, when it comes to circumstances, everyone is so fast. People are, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are and where they are in life. He goes, I don't believe in circumstances. The successful people who have made it in this lifetime, they look around for the circumstances that they want. And if they can't find them, they create them. They make them. You always have the free will and the freedom to choose at any given time, at any given moment in your life. You can shift who you are. You can say to yourself, you know what, that was the old me, this is the new me. And the only thing that's holding you back is the opinions of other people. It's not yourself. Because you are yourself, you are the highest state of consciousness, you are love. You are energy, you are emotion, you are energy in motion. But we are afraid of changing anything about us. You know, one of the things I realized, this is just like a revelation today. I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I was like, is it, is it wrong that like I have this inclination to share all this stuff that I'm excited about, that I love sharing to help myself, to help those around me, to help my tribe, to help the world. And I have no desire to go and share this to like my brother or like my sister or like my family that could probably use it the most. And then I sat on that for a minute and I was like, 
No, that's not messed up at all. Because A, I'm in the process of becoming my authentic self. And by becoming my authentic self, that is the greatest gift that I can give to the world. And by becoming my authentic self, that puts me in a better position to help my brother, my sister, my family, etc. So I was being locked up by this idea that like, oh, what is my mom? What is my brother and everything? Think of me while I'm doing all this crazy shit that they've never even sat down and ever heard me talk about with them. Do they feel like they, like they don't know me? Do they feel like they are not getting the best of me, etc.? I'm like, no. If they were inclined to talk about this stuff, we would be talking about it. If they were even interested, we would be talking about it. It wouldn't even be a question. So B is uh, they'll be ready to talk about it when they're ready to talk about it. I'm ready to talk about it. You're probably in a state of your life. You're like, I'm ready to share these thoughts. I'm ready to share what it is that I love. I'm ready to share what it is I'm passionate about. You don't have to wait for anybody. You could just share it right now. You could, you could put it in a caption on Instagram. You could tweet it. You could talk to your friend about it next time you see them. I saw a great friend of mine today in the park. We sat down with some, some red cups and beer and hit our beer in the red cups. And we sat down in the park and we just chatted about life. And I was sharing things that I'm so passionate about, everything we talk about on this podcast. And to my amazement, he was just like so in love with what we were talking about. I didn't, I've never talked to him about this stuff. I've never talked to him about Bashar. I've never talked to him about higher order things. But it's so funny when you, when you feel intuitively right, when you step into that state of higher vibration, everything supports you. Again, this human experience is here to support you. You are the star of your own movie. All this is created for you. In the last episode, we talked about being the star of your own movie. You have the free will to be the star of your own movie. The star of your own movie means this experience you're having right now is your story. It means this world, this existence that we're in right now is your movie set, and you were created to be the leading role. Now own that. You have the free will to choose that. You can choose that. Anyone who has a problem with you choosing that, anyone who has a problem with you getting bigger than they are, is actually deeply insecure about where they are. And all you could do is just have compassion for that. You could just wish a person like that compassion because everyone's given the ability to do this. Everyone's given the ability to express and to share and to be in the state of love. It's everyone's job to break themselves out of everything holding them back from being that state of love. So here's the next principle. Principle number five. Anything you can imagine that is relevant for your life's theme is possible for your existence. Again, goes back to the being the star of your own movie. Anything you can imagine that is relevant for your life's theme is possible to be in your experience. Mm. It kind of goes back to the whole being the star. The producer is the universe. And whenever you need something, the universe has the best people on the set to support you. Anything you can imagine that is relevant for your life's theme is possible. So your life's theme is essentially your goal, your purpose, your, your aim in life. Who it is you're becoming. And if it supports, if it is in congruence with, if it is in alignment with your theme, well, as it turns out, uh, it's possible for you to experience that or to produce that or to manifest that. It's possible. Whatever is relevant for your theme in life, you can experience that. Principle number six, 
says you attract your life experiences through the interaction of your strongest beliefs, emotions, and actions. You attract your life experiences through the interaction of your strongest beliefs, emotions. And all this is saying is get into that high state of vibration and consciousness. You're attracting everything to you. Your thoughts become more magnetic when you're in a higher state of love as often as possible, as quickly as possible, as much as possible. If you could stay there for as long as you can. If, and again, you're going, oh, how, the, how do you stay in the highest vibration possible all the time? Gratitude. Being grateful for this present moment really helps. There was no other moment. There's no other time. Everything that you see right now, this is it. It's just you and the universe. That's all there is. There's no one else. There's nothing else. It's just you and the universe. That's the only thing going on all the time. And when you really, really understand that, you get it. That's it. It's just the universe experiencing itself. And all the little problems in your life and the neurosis and the unforgiveness, it all starts to become smaller and smaller when you really get that. You raise your vibration and you attract everything through your strongest beliefs, emotions, and actions. Whenever you're doing what it is you're purposeful about, what you love, your thing, why you came here to do this thing, you're expressing your strongest beliefs, emotions, and actions. You are. And that is the thing, that's the thing that's gonna bring everything to you. If you could empty yourself of outcomes, if you could empty yourself of this fixed idea of what it needs to look like on the back end. Next one, seven. Bashar's basic principles, number seven. Excitement is the physical translation of the vibrational resonance that is your true core natural being. Follow your excitement. Excitement is the physical translation of the vibrational resonance that is your true core. Excitement, it's excitement. So if you look at, again, if you, you have to really Google, I'm gonna probably link it here in this episode. Google the scale of consciousness and you'll see the highest states of vibration are really just translated out into excitement. It's, it's, you're just in love with doing it. You're excited about it all the time. In fact, there's something I could read here if I pull it up. It's, uh, it's actually from that book, Flow, by Mikhail Sinkchepmihai. And if I can pull it up fast enough, I'll probably read it. But there's something really beautiful about excitement. I feel like excitement is the vehicle. Whatever is exciting, you have to follow that thread of excitement because it'll tell you where the next step is. Now, here's something that you really have to understand. You have no idea who's going to call your phone in 10 minutes from now. You have no idea the email you're going to receive when you wake up. You have no idea who's going to ping you about this next thing, place, opportunity, or person. You have no idea what that is. But if you can stay in the state of excitement long enough and often enough, that being your core natural state of being helps you get in a state of stronger beliefs, stronger emotions, stronger actions, you're attracting. If you can be excited a lot. Now, excitement usually isn't always what it seems. Excitement and the threat of it is always a little different. I say if it's whatever comes to you, there's a great book. I think it's called like, like no or yes, yes, fuck no or something or like fuck yes, fuck no or something. If it's whatever comes to you and it feels like a fuck yes, you have to do that thing. You have to go down. That is the universe's natural 
waypoint telling you this is the way. Whatever comes in through your life as a fuck yes, follow that thread. Because let's say, for example, you're invited to go to a, a cabin for the weekend. And you go to the cabin. Now, going to a cabin might not even have anything to do with your passion at all. But if it came through as a fuck yes in that moment, you go do it. Because you never know where the next thread of excitement leads you. You might go to that cabin. You might meet someone there. You might find out that person is highly connected to your area of passion. That connection ends up being some sort of thing afterwards. You, you don't know how it's going to happen. You have to rid yourself of the idea that I'm doing things and I, maybe I'll get this outcome. Maybe Stop going, maybe I'll get this outcome. Maybe this will happen. Maybe that will happen. Stop it. Stop doing that. Just follow the fuck yeses in your life. Follow the thread of excitement. Put yourself in that state and that's where the magic happens. If you're not able to get into that state of excitement, if you're not able to elevate, you have to, you got to start looking at ways to heighten the consciousness, heighten your vibration, get your vibe up. You got to start examining what's blocking you. You start, you got to start meditating. You have to start thinking about the things that you put in your body. You got to start thinking about exercise and how it gets you in that mode of hiring, heightening your vibration. Because the excitement is a part of the magic. Next principle. You are naturally abundant and your choices are always supported by the creation. You are naturally abundant and your choices are always supported by creation. Last episode of the podcast titled uh, How to Be your, the, the Star of Your Own Movie or Being the Star of Your Own Movie. I labeled some roles in your movie. You have you, you're the star, you're also your biggest fan. You have the director, the director wants it big. The director is only about big shots, big emotions, big life, big movie. No bullshit ass scenes, no half ass stunts. The director wants it big, director Jackie Chan. Director Jackie Chan. And the, and the producer of the movie is the universe. And as Bashar's principle states here, you are naturally abundant and your choices are always supported by creation. As you're following the thread of excitement, as you're putting yourself in the state of stronger beliefs, stronger emotions, stronger actions, as all these things are aligning and falling into place, you might be in a position as a star of your own movie and you might say, you know what, I think we need, I think we need some, uh, some more extras here. I think we need some better props. I think we need to actually shoot this in Sydney, Australia. Whatever it is, you are naturally abundant and your choices are, you know what your producer says? Okay. Got it. And it's done. It's done because you're naturally abundant and your choices are always supported by creation. If you're able to truly become present and appreciative of this beautiful experience, this human experience, you only get one life to be this guy, this person, this gal. You get to only do this one time. One time. I'm not going to say that tomorrow you could die. I'm not going to say that you could be taken out at any moment. You already know that. Right now, you are here to be that person. You are here to identify everything and anything that is causing that authentic person not to be that authentic person. The faster you're able to remove the sandbags from your authentic hot air balloon, the faster you take off. And people feel it. People feel it. 
when I walk around in this world, when I'm walking around here where I live in LA, when I'm doing work with businesses and companies and people one-to-one, when I'm in with clients and I'm delivering training, when I read people's energy, I can tell you, I can tell you how much weight their sandbags hold. I can, I could identify people when I, I'm like, damn, this person's soaring. And you could just feel the energy. You could feel the hot air in their balloon and they're flying. And I could tell you when I'm around people where they still have not even left planet earth because the sandbags are just so, they're so strong. The gravity, they're so heavy. The work is to remove all that so that your choices can be supported by creation. The next principle is there is actually only one moment in creation. Everything you experience is the same moment from a different point of view. Again, there is actually only one moment in creation. Everything you experience is the same moment from a different point of view. I mean, it's self-explanatory. There is no past. Have you been there? Does it exist? There is no future. It's just now. Now is it's timeless. It doesn't have a time. It's just now and now and here's now and here's another now and here's another now. And there goes a second. There goes a second. And no power in the world can bring it back. Nothing can reverse this. It's just here. It's always everything you're experiencing, you're experiencing from the same moment, different place. Same moment, different vantage point. Same moment, other way around. Next principle says you create the past and the future from the here and now. That builds upon the last principle. You create the past and the future from the here and now. The best way to predict the future is to take care of the present. That's it. And you create the past by having a wonderful present. You create the past by focusing as much as you can on this moment, in this moment, and around this moment. It's just the only thing that's happening is this moment. It's a challenge because everything that's happening on our phones drags us somewhere else. I'm trying my best to just be here now. That's all I want to do now. I'm realizing at the place I am in my life, I just want to be here right now. And I want to be here right now with others who want to be here right now. That's it. And I could tell when others are not present, they're thinking about something in the past or they're anxious about something in the future. And I'm just like, how about right now? How about just right now? If we take care of right now, everything else takes care of itself. Next principle, principle number 11. You are an eternal being and while you may change your form, your consciousness cannot cease to exist. Hmm. You are an eternal being and while you may change your form, your consciousness cannot cease to exist. This kind of delves into an area we haven't talked about on the podcast yet. I do believe in reincarnations. I do believe that you came here to do some karmic work. I believe we all came here to do some work and we're going to be moving into a different state, different place. That's why, that's why all of us have a balance of femininity and masculinity within us. We've all been something else in a previous life, maybe even a, a previous gender, a previous form. But consciousness is always there if you remove the I, if you remove the me, if you remove everything, if you've ever sat still enough at a park and you're just, you, you forget about yourself enough, you just are observing. That's consciousness. That can never cease to exist. It's always going to be here. 
Principle number 10 or principle number 12 says everything you experience is another aspect of yourself. This is powerful. This is a very powerful one. Mm. Because if you could really get this, everything you experience is another aspect of yourself. I've always believed that everyone that you meet is another aspect of yourself. This breeds compassion. Everybody you meet is another aspect of yourself, another aspect of your personality. Why? Well, if Bashar is saying everything you experience is another aspect of yourself, what he's really saying, pylon number two, is, hey, the external world is a mirror of the internal world. What's happening on the inside is a reflection of what's happening on the outside. Everything you're seeing, you know, sometimes when I watch videos and sometimes when I'm seeing movies, I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching my future self through the present moment. And I'm like, this thing I'm seeing is another aspect of myself. That's something that's going to happen in my lifetime. In a present moment somewhere else. Everything you see, so it's, it's all interconnected. And the last principle is you are loved so unconditionally by creation that you can even choose to believe that you are not loved. We are given so much free will. We're given so much free will that we can even choose to believe that we are not loved. We're loved so unconditionally that we can choose that we're not. That's quite beautiful. I love this. So those are Bashar's 13 principles. The 13 principles that make his channeling possible. And again, I would check it out. It's, it's really, really beautiful. It's, it's amazing the questions that he's asked and just how quickly he's able to tap into that. The consciousness to be able to authentically revert back to the other person. It's like, it's magic. It's really magic. What you're witnessing, what I'm witnessing is like a person who is so able to remove everything but consciousness and speak. So Bashar's 13 principles, my take on them. If this was at all valuable to you, please share it with someone that you love. Once again, this is Mayar Rostami. You can follow me on Instagram at mayar.m.rostami. This has been amazing. I love the fact that we're done with our seventh episode. I'm looking forward to creating some more content and just putting it out, sharing all this. So this is, I get excited about this, especially about Bashar and especially about Daryl Anka. I've loved everything related to UFOs, extraterrestrials, all that stuff since I was a kid. And when I found this guy, just deeply, deeply resonated with me. And I'm pretty sure he will with, with you too. So thanks again. I look forward to sharing more with you on the next episode, episode number eight of One True Temple. Treat it like a temple. It's your only temple. Peace, love, and I'll talk with you soon.